What's going on, everybody? How's it going? Burn offerings. That's Steve. I'm Steve. I'm Jared. And we are back. Yes, we are. Hell of a night last night. Last night was a good time, man. Yeah, it was. I'm glad I went. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, we went and seen Shit Life, Snafu, Acid Witch, and Cannabis Corpse last night. For those who are not in Detroit that may not know it. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it was. Missing another good show tonight. Yeah. Shit fuckers playing tonight. Shit fucker, fucking uh, Call Burial, Black Rat. Both those bands are from uh, Canada. Sweet, yeah. Well, basically just like Black Thrashy. Black Thrash, yeah. Fucking killer. Kind of have an old Venom feel. Right. But uh, yeah, man. Show was killer last night. Um, no. Well, I have been jamming the new Dope Throne album that just dropped yesterday. It's fucking killer. Yeah? Yeah, it's really good. Um, that's kind of what I've been doing the last couple days. But before that, it was just jamming the new Fister, which I'm still doing. And uh, <laughs> always... And uh, yeah, Dude, so, I've been I've been boring. It's been really hot too, man. It's like kind of rough, man, here in Detroit. So this this temperature's already pissing me off. Yeah, me too. I work outside, rough city. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm excited for the show tonight because we are talking about heavy metal horror movies. Volume two. Volume two. If you haven't checked out Volume 1, check it out. But uh, we got some uh, really good movies we're going to talk about. Yeah, man. Probably end up doing another another one of these because there's so many more movies we can touch on. True story. I think we got the uh, the major ones. We pretty much did this. Like By, by the end of this one, it's going to be all the, all the ones everybody really knows. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I've been... Uh, Working outside in this heat, it really sucks. And, uh, you know, just uh, doing the uh, damn thing. Doing the damn thing. Yeah, with the girlfriend and uh, the job and all that happy stuff. Dude, I've been trying to get my motorcycle going. It ran fine before with the winter. And now it doesn't run worth a shit. We'll get it. Nah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I think I'm going to take it in. I've torn some shit apart and cleaned some shit out and put everything back together, and it's still running like a bag of dicks. Yeah, that sucks, man. Well, you should take it in because you definitely need to ride this summer. You know, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, something that you enjoy doing, and it's, it's you got to do it. So let's get that handled. <laughs> and take it on the freeway. Yeah, they were fucking talking about, uh, they were talking with, um, Mike's girlfriend, Allie. Yeah. She was like, I'm just, I just look at all, like, the traffic incidents and scroll through, and it's just like over 50% of them are motorcycle related. She's like, I can't do it. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't do it. I, it scares the shit out of me. But that's me. It's like fucking, uh, fucking Rocky Four. Yeah. He dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda. 
I mean, uh, people don't abide by the uh, look twice, save a life. They don't even no. look once. Yeah. You know, it's like I see it every like every day. People just start to change lanes before they even hit the turn signal or look to see, and then they catch themselves. You know, it's like I almost uh, was it last year or the year before. I was cruising up and I should have got over sooner, coming up on a two lane road. I was actually over by Willow Run Airport on Ecorse Road. Gotcha. Flying up, come up to the car behind me, and I was like about to go around him. And good thing I like looked like a second time because the car that was coming up behind me decided to jump around both of us. <laughs> and as soon as I went to go over, like he was like pulled up like right next to me. Holy shit. Yeah, that's pretty scary, dude. No joke. No joke. And uh, I need you safe. You know. So <laughs> let's uh let's be careful. Let's get that let's get the bike on the road, but let's be careful. <laughs> for for me, for us. I'm gonna take it off some sweet jumps. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, um a little bit about the show last night. Uh Shit Life played a lot of new material. Yeah, they did. Um, they got a new album coming out called Rain in Bud. And it's going to be uh, a thrashing, grinding good time from... Dude, they played a fucking uh, a killer Sepultura cover. Yeah, they played a Sepultura cover uh, called Anti-Cop, which was fucking awesome. They just they, they nailed that cover, man. It's yeah. like, might even be better than the original. <laughs> it's definitely faster than the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they're like playing like faster than punk speed like on that, so that's killer. And uh, they only played a couple of uh, like maybe two old songs, and then the rest were all new. And they've seen them probably about three or four times, and they're they're always good. They're always solid live, and they play a lot. You can tell because they're real tight. Yeah, you know, and it's always a treat to see those guys. You know, they seem like they're on like most of the big shows, and oh yeah, they're starting to fucking uh, they're kind of starting to get some recognition. Yeah, they are. They got some videos on YouTube, man. Do they? Yeah, um, I seen some videos, like I don't know, they're not like fan made videos; they're actual videos for their songs and shit. So, you know, that present day plague album kind of catapulted them into the next like the, a little bit of a higher level you know brought in some more people i think uh, you yeah. know because it's a, such a broad sound it, they're they're like kind of a crossover kind of a thrash hardcore okay but uh yeah uh always a treat to see them and uh you know that, that, that snafu kind of fits into the vein like if you like municipal waste shit like that yeah You'll probably do snafu yeah um also um kind of a like if you're into fistula too because they're kind of like along those same lines too like they kind of have like a like a hardcore thrash kind of doom i don't know it's just weird it's like a weird mix but you know snafu is always good i would recommend at least giving them one one listen if you like them you like them if you don't you don't but oh yeah i like them 
and it took me forever to you know get around to listening to them i had like four of their cds in my car yeah because we went to that show and it was the cd release show and i was like yeah snafus they're all right you guys will dig them and they actually gave away they were giving away copies of their cd we all got it and there was like seven of us yes and by the end of the night i had them all and, and I'm like what's that and then they got just left in your car i'm like why did everybody give me their fucking cd yeah we didn't even stick around for snafu at that show yeah everybody wanted to go yeah because at that point i was like i know who they are i've seen them so if you guys want to leave all right yeah i wish i would have stayed man because <laughs> uh i i dig that band i and that that album is fucking killer absolutely killer but uh and as always acid witch i mean what can you say about this band that hasn't already been said man especially live yeah that's what even dave said except uh dave saw him for the first time last night yeah he was like dude that's exactly what i wanted to wanted them to be live i was like yeah like they're solid live yeah they're really good and um they played mr beastle which was uh pretty cool mm-hmm. we never you and i have never heard that live so and um big ups to uh acid witch for giving us a shout out oh yeah that was unexpected that was very unexpected but uh they gave us a shout out burn offerings podcast uh thank you <clears throat> and thanks for the cool hangs last night man that shit was killer and uh oh, yeah i think we might have uh one of them be a guest on our show again yeah uh, we're just gonna we're just knocking off the whole band eventually <laughs> yeah yeah eventually we're gonna have everyone on the show so uh but they were good and uh we stuck around for maybe like three or four songs of cannabis corpse but you could definitely tell that there was like a crowd there that was there mostly to see cannabis corpse oh, like yeah. yeah there was a group there was like a whole slew of like death metal guys you know and uh, not ever, not all of them were digging the uh, bands that uh, were before. It was more of the younger ones. Yeah. Like we kind of talked about that. I feel like they were at that point where all they care about is death metal. And if it's not like old fucking just straight death metal, they don't give a shit about it. True story. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. you kind of see that at, at a younger age. You see that with almost every fucking genre. Yeah. And, kids in that genre and that's the only shit they care about yeah true story but you know it is what it is fucking uh isham was at the show yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah isham was there uh filming yeah he was like he uh shot video of acid witch i think he shot video or at least some pictures of snafu yeah yep he uh he definitely uh was there and uh Seemed like he enjoyed himself. Yeah, dude. He was hanging out. They're like right by the stage for a band. Yeah. It was a good show for Detroit, man. You know, for the scene and for like people who are fans of a, uh, a diverse, um, you know, music tastes. Yeah. Because all those bands were completely different, to be honest. They yeah, pretty much were. It's like they. It was like a Venn diagram where they had like one thing in common. But they were different. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. kind of weave. You can kind of connect them, and they kind of fit together. But they were, they had a different styles. Yeah, all four bands were like their own entity. You know, pretty cool. But uh, so we did that. Um, that was awesome. Um, are there any cool shows coming up? Fuck, there's a bunch of shows coming up. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I can't think. Um, 
I know I'm going to see some like classic rock concerts and shit. Well, uh, was it Tuesday's um, yeah, Diamond, Diamond Head. Head? Yeah, we're going to see Diamond Head on Tuesday night next week. Uh, that's gonna be fucking awesome. I I honestly can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, <laughs> Killian's giving me all kinds of love here, but uh, yeah, Diamond Head's gonna be sweet. And there's some band opening up called Tyrant from the '80s. Uh, Jared and I were listening to them the other day, and yeah, they're pretty cool. There's a few grind shows coming up. I can't remember exactly who's all playing because I feel there's a few. Yeah, uh, shit life's playing next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, or maybe I could be wrong. Tonight's Mercimania. Yeah, kind of more of like, yeah. Who's all the bands on that show? Le- leeway um condition critical no that's not mercy mania that's the the other show that's, oh that's, that's a manic outburst release show oh okay i would imagine it'd be like texas toast probably uh you know just your usual thrash bands that all play together all the time you know shit life's playing it this time and yeah. that's really fucking cool um they're definitely going to fucking grind some faces off at that show. They're going to be the fastest band there, bar none. Oh, definitely. <laughs> bar none, dude. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to have shit life on the show, man. I'd like to try to get those guys to, uh, you know, come on the show. At least, you know, maybe one of them. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Pick their brain a little bit because they got so many different influences, man. And they're uh, one of the better Detroit bands out there. So, uh but aside from that yeah there's some cool shows coming up and um i don't know we'll be hitting a ton of them uh i'm sure this summer you know oh yeah so yeah it's gonna be uh i know i just already know there's gonna be shit tons of shows going on this summer mm-hmm. i mean it's, there's already a bunch we pretty much having to pick and choose which ones you want to go to yeah yeah it sucks we're gonna miss uh priest again yeah but you know it happens what have you been watching anything good uh me uh yeah been watching uh kind of a lot of movies actually uh off the grid i watched deadpool uh (laughs) with my girlfriend that was interesting because i don't watch most movies i watch are pre-1994 um, I liked it. It was pretty cool. Kind of a superhero movie. See, I haven't seen. Talk to people at work about it because I like everybody there is like watches all like the Marvel movies. Yeah, I'm like, dude, the last Marvel Marvel movie I saw was like X Men Three. Yeah, and they all just looked at me. They're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I, I honestly like I like comics, but I never got into superhero comics. I was like, and then just these movies. It's just, I just I probably wouldn't mind them. I just don't care about them. Yeah. I don't get, like, you know, hyped when they come out. Yeah. But, I mean, once they're out on DVD or something, like, you know, I might check them out. But Deadpool was kind of cool. There's a second one that just came out. Um, the other day I watched uh, Slumber Party Massacre 3. Um, I watched Psycho 3. 
I watched, um, let's see here. I also watched a couple other ones here. Suspiria, definitely uh, awesome. Uh, Creep Show 2, uh, the Amityville Horror. I watched that because uh, Morgan's never seen it. Shit. Or the second one. I popped the second one in, but we ended up falling asleep. So um, there's that. And House by the Cemetery. And um, I think that's it, man. I've been watching kind of a weird mix of uh, music or movies. I'm sorry. We'll get into music in a minute. but uh, And the movies that we're going to talk about, I watched those too. Right. So that was cool. But, uh, what have you been watching, man? Fuck. Uh, watch Zombie Four. Cool. Uh, Zombie Three. Yeah, we watched that today. Um, the fuck else? Yo, know, I don't think I've ever seen Zombie Four. No. That one. Yeah. The After Death one. I've seen Virgin Among the Living Dead. Yeah. I've seen that one, but I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, it's pretty solid. It's way better than version of Monks Living Dead. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Holy shit. It's kind of kind of hard to sit through a little bit. Yeah, it's not his greatest. Definitely not his greatest uh, effort. No, no. <laughs> I remember you put it on. We were drinking some beers and shit, and I was, like, wanting to go to sleep. Yeah, i never seen Zombie 4 after death. It's pretty solid. I think... Um, was it Severin? Severin Films just did a Blu-ray release of it, or they're about to do a Blu-ray release of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. I might borrow it from you. Yeah, yeah. If that's cool. I'm trying to think what else I fucking watched. Watched a few things. I can't remember, though. I don't fucking know. Yeah, you got so many movies, it's hard to keep track, dude. I guess I pop stuff in. And I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just been going through my tapes... Um, they're like so scattered. I watched Wayne's World and Wayne's World Two. Also, we were just in the mood to watch those movies, so I popped those in. Laughed my ass off. Did not hurl, uh, but it was uh, it was fun, good times. But uh, you've been listening to anything uh, new or old lately? Nothing new. I haven't actually checked out anything new. Um. Jamming Amoebics. They're a Rise album. Cool. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's who we were jamming in the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're fucking awesome, man. I dig those guys. They probably have like a thousand releases, too. No, uh, just got a few. Just a few? Yeah. Okay. Then they did a... What would they do? One, two, three, four, maybe like four... Four or so releases in like their heyday back in the eighties, and then they kind of just like broke up, disappeared, whatever. Then they came back like eight years ago and did an album, and I think I'm in the minority that fucking hates that album. Yeah, it's uh, too much of. Uh, it's like super produced. Yeah, but like uh, Baron, the singer, basically said like it's the album that they wanted to make. Like since they became a band, but it has like the drummer who, granted, the drummer also played in like Nausea, but he also played in Stone Sour. 
Oh, yeah. When I heard, like, he's a, you know, he's a cool guy, but it's just the album, I just didn't like the sound of it. And hmm. I, I was surprised at how many people didn't agree with me on that. I figured there'd be more, but if it was like, oh, I like it, you just gotta, you gotta listen to it for what it is. I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to it for what it is, and what it is is not an Amoebix record. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. At least to me, like, I, but I will give you this, I've only listened to it the one time when it came out. That's Maybe it? List, yeah. You might want to spin it again, dude. I don't know. I was pretty, uh, pretty much over it the one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like the, uh, that Witchfinder General fucking album that came out, like, Within the past ten years. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't care for that that much. I so still don't really like it. It's it's oh it's okay I guess, but nothing. It doesn't really grab you like their old stuff does, you know. Yeah. But um, anything else, man? Just Amoebics? Um, I think I was listening to some Sabbath. Cool. Actually, I checked out yeah because I never really listened to it. I checked out uh Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. Cool. What you rarely, think? I rarely I rarely play that one. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. There's some trippy stuff on there. There's some fucking heavy riffs on there. It's like a weird mixed bag on that album. Mm-hmm. You know, some synthesizers and shit, and like, it's a good album. But uh, I uh, I jammed uh, the new Morbid Angel the other day. Yeah, and it's pretty good. I'm actually surprised. Far, far away from radical. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Which Ra- way did they go after oh, radical? Oh, man. Well, the, you know what the weird thing is, though, is on that last Morbid Angel album, Radical and a couple other songs were like trying to be Nine Inch Nails or Ministry or something. But then they had tracks that were straight death metal with blistering double kicks and blast beats. So it was like... Half the record was fucking radical, and half the record was death metal. But they even like dressed like Motley Crue and shit. I was about to say like hearing radical. Like, have you ever seen uh like maybe ads in magazines or fucking online or whatever? It's like so and so from this band wears whatever wear, and it's like meant. It's like designer rock quote-unquote yeah, rock yeah, clothes. Yeah, like rock revival Looks like they're shirts. all torn up intentionally. Yeah, yeah. And you just basically hit the nail on the head. Look like they're from Motley Crue, which yeah. that's pretty much what Motley Crue fucking looks like nowadays. Like, they just can't leave that L.A. scene in the 80s. Like, you know? But, but the thing is, like, in the 80s, the L.A. scene look, that's where they were just fucking, like, normal shit. But now, they're wearing, like, sponsored clothing. Looks like it's, like, torn up clothes, but it's, yeah. like, designer shit yeah that's like uh that's like i didn't i haven't even seen what morbid angel looked like but when i heard radical i'm like do they dress like that now yeah I'm they do imagining they, they dress like they that did now. they look like they were straight <laughs> up like they somehow found uh an old man's hot topic <laughs> in their picture and i'm like what happened to this band because they were like fucking like the godfathers of Florida death metal. They dude. were just like fucking blue jeans and long sleeve t shirts. Yeah, man. They they were just normal fucking dudes, man. You know, like just jeans and a t shirt, just fucking, you know. And then that happened, and I'm like, wow, man. And I just remember Black Metal Allen sending me the new Mormon Angel, and I was pumped. And he didn't say anything. <laughs> and then an hour later, he fucking sent me. Radical, 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 with like 
a million exclamation points, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck? It was like right after I listened to that song, I'm like, is this wrong? Did someone download the wrong album or something? <laughs> it's like back in the day when you download shit from LimeWire, but it's a band you never checked out before, so you don't know if they fucked up shit. Yeah. I've seen stuff like on LimeWire, like uploaded with the wrong band title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what what happened? But this new album is pretty good, man. It's uh, It's definitely not their covenant days or their classic days but it's good for a modern death metal record i would recommend giving it a spin you know whatever if you're into death metal but um i I listen to that and uh the new dope throne like i said and just the usual suspects really uh fucking sea of bones man i've mentioned them before Mm -hmm. holy shit man if you're into like old neurosis but you want more bleak and more dense and more heavy, Sea of Bones is for you, man. The Endless Blockade. Been jamming them, dude. The Primitive album is fucking killer, dude. Pretty much everything they put out I like. Yeah. But the Primitive album, I think, was my favorite. And I always remember because I was fucking absolutely browned out shit housed here when you showed me that band and i just remembered the album was red couldn't remember what the fuck the name of it was couldn't remember what the fucking artwork looked like it was just a red record and i was like dude that one because you played two of them for me and then they did a split with uh like i can't remember shit oh shit yeah dude they did a split with somebody and it's like like a battered face on the front of it it's black and uh, white. What the fuck did they do that split with? I know what you're talking about now. I think I do. I have it. I think I. I think it, right? you did. It wasn't water torture, was it? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think they. No, I think they're. They were. I think done by the time water torture came around. See if I can find it, man. Because that split's killer too. Twitch of the death nerve is what it was called. No, I don't have that. No, it wasn't a split. It was just an EP. There's only a couple couple uh songs on it but they did do a a split with unearthly trance i think that might be what i'm thinking of yeah yeah i don't have that one either yeah so there's that but i've been jamming that endless blockade um i don't think you might like the band that uh douche from blockade went to do after that column of heaven okay probably like those guys i think okay uh, jammed uh, Weekend Nachos the other day. Uh, their latest album. Never listened to it. Thought they have a new album? Uh, 2016. Oh, see, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Yep, 2016. It's actually pretty good, man. Yeah. But if you don't like Worthless, you're not going to like the new one. <laughs> well, there it is. So, just to let you know. Um, well, everybody knew the progression that band was going. Yeah. So well, I went back to, and listened to Torture. Yeah, you listen to Torture and then listen to like Worthless and it's like, okay. These guys went straight like Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. But um yeah, I jammed that. Um the the last album that they did. And uh I think that's it. That's all I've been really listening to, man. But like I you know, this year has been really good for me because all these new records are coming out. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I've I've been treated very well this year so far. <laughs> uh, new Fister, new Dope Throne, new Sleep album, new Bong Rippers coming out. 
it technically last year, but the Primitive Man album came out. Um, I think we're going to have a new Conan record this year. Um, a couple more I can't even think of, but uh, good stuff, man, coming out. Uh, new Church album that just dropped uh, last week. Uh, and new Fohammer. It's just killer, dude. It's just all these new albums, shit that I like coming out. So I have like a plethora of new stuff to listen to. So that's awesome. Hell yeah, man. But, um, all right. Well, uh, we should get into these movies, man. I'm kind of pumped about it. Yeah. So we're going to start, uh, let's just go like chronological order here. Rock and roll nightmare. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Rock and Roll came out in 87. Uh, we're doing two movies by this director in this episode. director was uh, John Fasano. So the other movie we're doing, which he did right after this one, was Black Roses. Gotcha. Um, as a, uh, Before we get into it, director-wise, he really didn't direct much other than those two. He did a few other things, but it was kind of like, eh. Okay. But he was a writer... And a few things he wrote were he wrote a uh, zombie nightmare, and then he actually was a writer for another Forty Eight Hours. Get out of here! Yeah, love that movie. Always forget about those fucking movies, man. Oh, those movies are great, man. Both of them. The first one's better than the second one, but yeah. not by much. They're both really, really good. But I didn't know that. That's cool. He made bank on that, then, huh? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Like he. He's- he had a bunch of writing credits. He's written. For, he's written for a lot of shit. Seems like he's kind of had a good career for himself. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, this movie. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know how to really feel about it. To be honest, uh, <laughs> we just watched it, and uh, yeah, when you told me you hadn't seen it, you're like, I haven't watched it. I'm like, no, like you need to watch this movie. Yeah. Like this is like not a movie where you can just be like, I will carry it. And like talk about it, and you just be like, okay, you like you actually had to fucking see this movie, and I did, I did, and uh, heavy metal musician John Michael Thor, yeah, what band was he in? Uh, Thor, Thor, gotcha. They played here. The fuck was it? Three, three years ago maybe. Okay, he came through. He was a bodybuilder. Yeah, he's pretty ripped in this movie. I guess he won like Mr. Canada and Mr. USA. Really? Yeah, back when he was like a actual bodybuilder. Hmm. He actually wrote he wrote Rock and Roll Nightmare. That's cool. Yeah. The the song? No, the the movie. Oh, the movie? He wrote the movie? He wrote the movie Rock and Roll Nightmare. He wrote the screenplay for it and he was a producer on it. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It's the only one he wrote. That's... The only movie he wrote. <laughs> Do you have a favorite song in this movie? Because I'm looking up the songs right now. Fucking, and uh, the fucking challenge. Oh, which one is it that I'm thinking of? Um, the challenge is fucking killer, dude. Energy something. Oh, yeah. Uh, energy is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking song. That's 80s as <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it is, dude. Like, that's probably, like, that I can think of how my head, probably the least metal song in the movie yeah it doesn't really have a metal vibe to it but it's 80s as shit dude I don't know why it's in my, it gets in my head it is uh, Live It Up's pretty cool too but uh, I'd have to say my favorite was uh, The Challenge and I believe that was when uh, 
he fought the demon at the end, <laughs> which we'll get to. But uh, <laughs> so like the premise of this movie is uh, they're in a they're in a band. Yeah, and uh, they get this they rent this like abandoned house to record their like next album. Or actually record 10 minutes worth of material for the record label or else they're going to lose their advance. Yeah. And the barn set up with some like a 24-track recording studio. Yeah, that RCA rented out at one point yeah. with Alice Cooper and Rod Stewart. But how, how, what they call it? Alice, uh, the dude named him, like he's like Alice. Uh, Alice Trooper. Alice Trooper or something. And Bob. Bob Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> and RCS yeah. was the company. He's like, yeah, the, I got to tell you, the, the house has a, there's a room in there with a piano bed. He's like, oh, yeah, piano bed? He's like, yeah, piano bed. With the keys? No, no, no keys. Doesn't have keys? No. Neither do I. Give me the keys. Yeah, give me the keys. After he asked him like five <laughs> yeah. times, he's like, all you had to do is ask. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's. So, yeah, like, that, like that's the premise. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. And they're hanging out. and Basically, it's just the band, their girlfriends. And, and their, their manager. manager, and their manager's yeah. like like young, like dorky kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This movie's uh, it's kind of a train wreck in in a lot of ways. I I like it. I honestly do like it because it's. I've read things where people are like, "Oh, it's it's worse than Troll 2. and I'm like, "Pump the brakes there." It is not like I could actually watch Rock and Roll Nightmare and just watch it. I cannot watch Troll 2. <laughs> I can watch Troll 2. See, I've watched Troll 2 twice. Then I watched the documentary, and I don't think I could really go back and put in Troll 2. There's a documentary? Holy shit! Yeah! <laughs> Holy fuck, I did not know this. I there's can't remember a- what it's called now. The guy uh, came out a handful of years ago. Really? And there's a really depressing part in it that's not even like it's. I don't think it's meant to be depressing, but it's fucking depressing. Really? They meet up. To, he goes because he tries interviewing people who like were in the movie, and uh, he finds the lady who played the mom, mm-hmm. and her life sucks. Really? Like I think she has mental problems. She's living with her mom, and her mom's like crotchety old woman. And then then they uh, when oh. they're doing the interview with her, they decide to like reenact a scene, and they reenact the scene where they're in the van and pass out like the sandwiches but they're just sitting in like table chairs in their in her living room acting like they're in the car and you just see like the the mom in the background just kind of like looking over at them and it's like at that point you feel really bad oh no <laughs> like, you're like wow that's really sucks that's a fucking mellow harsher right there dude i think he i think when they leave like they he like says something and he talks about it. he's like yeah that was just really bad <laughs> Oh goodness! But I've only seen it once. It was like around the time when it first came out. Okay, I I was unbeknownst to me there was a documentary what of the uh, fuck's Troll it called. Two. It's like um, it's the greatest movie ever made. It's, it's something fucking weird. Now it's killing me. I'm gonna look it up. I will say this: I can watch Troll Two. See, I can watch Troll Two for laughs. Yeah, like I finally just put it in just because it's it's so out there. But the difference. Is I can just pop in Rock and Roll Nightmare. Okay. Granted, it's bad, but I'm not going to say it's on the level of Troll 2. I'm going to say they're neck and neck. Yeah? I'm going to say that. I'll say that. Best Worst Movie is the Best Worst Movie? Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. It's probably on YouTube. Yeah, it's on something. Yeah. But neck and neck? Neck and neck. I'm. I, 
and it's and I'm only saying that because of the acting. The acting in these in those two movies. We're not even talking about Troll Two. I'm talking about the acting in Rock and Roll Nightmare is like the dialogue and shit. The dialogue in Troll Two. Oh well, I mean, I'll give it to you. You see these signs? You see what they say? That's hospitality. <laughs> you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's, but it has its moments. Like the green slime coming from the kid's fucking head and shit. It's just a tripped out movie, man. And the parents are all looking back at him all weird and shit. Like, what the fuck's going on here, man? And it just goes off on this weird tangent. Oh, it does, yeah. You know what I mean? The 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 ear the chick with the ear of corn. Yeah, what's up with that? What the, <laughs> the kid stands up at the dinner table and like pisses all over the dinner. Pisses on the dinner because he has to stop from eating it. Yeah, everyone's eating. His this. dead grandpa's like, you gotta you gotta stop him. Yeah, I know. What you the gotta f- stop him, Billy? All right. Well, it's my. It's been a while since I watched Troll Two. It's pretty. So he stands head. up on the table and just pisses on the food. <laughs> like, and that's when the dad carries him upstairs and talking about you can't piss on hospitality. Yeah. And then, he, <laughs> then he has the the dad's like, now I'm gonna have to tighten my belt one notch from hunger pains. Your mother and sister are gonna have to do the same. <laughs> and yeah. just walks out of the room. Yeah. Like, Rock and Roll Nightmare does not have that level of what the fuck in terms of the the writing. It has the level of what the fuck. It does have the level of what the fuck, believe. (laughs) But not in terms of, like, the dialogue and the acting. I feel like even the acting is just, like, standard, like, these people aren't actors. No. But Troll 2 has of these people probably aren't, shouldn't be actors, and the writing is atrocious. Okay. Yeah. I'm still going to say neck and neck. <laughs> I'm still saying neck and neck. Only because of the like the dialogue in both of these movies are fucking just out of control, dude. <laughs> but the cool thing about Rock and Roll Nightmare, though, is the soundtrack. And just, I don't know, just like the, uh, you know, like the premise of it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of cool. Like, a band that's trying to write new material for, like, so they don't lose their advance. And then you hear them play their first song, and you're like, okay, this is not just some shitty band. Like, they actually have, like, a hit single or something, you know? Yeah, they're, like, writing new songs. They play two new songs that are, like, solid. And they have to get ten minutes worth of material, and those two new songs got them at least six. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are we going by minutes or are we going by tracks? Because those two tracks sold me. <laughs> Fuck, throw them on the record, man. But uh, what was the first one that they played? Uh, we Live to Rock. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, or I Live to Rock or We Live to Rock. That's a fucking jam, dude. That's a, that's a killer jam. That soundtrack is pretty good. Not every song on it I liked, but most of them I did. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, as far as this movie goes, for me, it, the only downfall of it was the dialogue. Dude, what about those, uh, that sweet shower scene? Yeah, that, you know, you know what that reminded me of, to be honest? It reminded me of that movie that Mike from Acid Witch 
brought over. Oh, fucking uh, Blood Kiss. Blood Kiss. Yeah, like the dude with the horrible Iron Maiden tattoos and yeah, the fucking the, the Eddie tattoo that looks like it was done by a fucking kindergartner. Yeah, yeah, yeah like his his Iron Maiden prison tattoos, yeah. and he's like in a hot tub, just banging some chick out. Yeah, it just and it's, it goes on for way too long. That whole movie went. If you're doing an SOV film, SOV film should be like maybe like an hour and twenty hour, tops. Yeah. This thing was like two hours long. Yeah. Actually, it might have been over two hours long. We're talking about Blood Kiss. Yeah. Yes. Like, what the fuck? I know. I'm like, when does this end? Like, what the fuck is going on? The guy with the short arms that was walking by the fucking <laughs> airport and shit, and then dudes in cloaks and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But, like, that's what that shower scene reminded me of. Just because it went on way too long, and that same song was playing like every time they went to that shot. Yeah, they fucking they had the shot. It's all awkward because you could tell the dude just has like his like camcorder and he's just like holding it over them. Yes. So you get these weird, way too close shots of just like him and her making out. Did you notice the water beads on the camera? No. Yeah. I didn't even there's like that. right there's like a like a water bead like it splashed down the lens of the camera, dude. I'm like, what? And then they flash to the other, uh, uh, the other dude and his girlfriend, like having sex, and they use like the in-camera slow-mo effect. Oh yeah, almost like how in uh, like Blood Cult they use like every fucking effect the camera has. Yeah, yeah, it's like totally like like the in-camera slow motion effect. Yeah, like parts of this movie reminded me of, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> and they're both Canadian, so I mean, yeah. Did you catch the Canadian accents in this? Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. He's like, "What the fuck are you going on a boat?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where you're wrong, bub. Yeah, that's where you're wrong, bub. <laughs> <laughs> that right there was just tripping me out. Yeah, I looked over at you during that, that part, like towards the end. You just like look at me and gave me this weird fucking look. You're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, he keeps calling the demon bub. <laughs> Like that's what I call people when I like when they're watering their lawn at work. I'm like, hey, how you doing, bud? Or how you doing, bub? Not a fucking demon that's there to like take over. You know, it's like weird, man. I don't know. It's tripping me out. So, which I know like weirded you out because you're like, those fucking like little puppet dudes that would pop up. The little that looked like a penis with eye, with one eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had like. Hair? hair and shit like on their <laughs> they had, head they had like einstein hair and like a single eye <laughs> yeah they look like 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 one-eyed trolls remember the little troll dolls yeah yeah they were kind of like that it was like minions before minions for the like despicable me movies yeah. i was like why do these things keep popping up dude like what <laughs> the fucking the... one smoking a cigarette yeah like <laughs> what the fuck is going on man and then like we have to bring up the fucking starfish weaponry. Oh no, we're gonna get there. Okay, we like I'm, we're ending this with the end of the movie because they <laughs> it's a it's a it's a crescendo of fucking so much shit goes on at the end. Yes, it, it's like a grand finale of just <laughs> randomness, man. Dude, so okay, what I thought was funny is. Um, what was it? The bass player and the keyboard player decided they finally are going to start hooking up after like all these years of it, wanting each other. Right. 
they hook up and they're getting dressed, like putting their shoes on or whatever. And just some random kid pops his head around the corner. And they're not really that phased by a kid in the house that should not have a kid in it. Yeah, but the they're, kid was from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, but that was before they were at the house. So they still. So they didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah, it was still like they rented this house, and some random kid just pops his head around the corner, and they were like very cavalier about the fact that some fucking kids in the house. There's yeah. like maybe he hey, lives here. <laughs> there's a kid, and she's like, we should probably go after him. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like no one's curious about the fact that some fucking kids in your house. I know, <laughs> and he's running from you. Yeah. Which, fun fact, kid actually is, uh, I want to say the kid's the director's son. Okay, because the uh, last name, the kid was, uh, the last name was D'Angelo, right? Was it? Yes. Because I was thinking, like, is he related to the chick from the vacation movies? Oh, Beverly D'Angelo? Yeah. Or, I don't know. There was a movie I watched the other day that was, uh, there was a D'Angelo in it. Oh. So I don't know. I, that is just me. I don't know being weird and trying to connect dots that probably don't connect. Yeah, but I, I think he's the uh, he's um, Jason Fasano's or John Fasano's uh, kid. Okay, well I hey. believe. <clears throat> but yeah. That, anyway, they go. They finally find him. Yeah. He turns into some weird fucking wolf demon thing. Yeah, yeah. And just they, I'm gonna say they basically let him attack them. Yeah, they because they were watching him transform into this fucking wolf thing, and they just didn't move. They just watch him. Yeah, <laughs> just there it is. Like maybe he's a raptor. Like his vision's based off movement. Like <laughs> he's like a predator. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um. and then also okay. So anyway, this fucking these the the little minion penis dudes with hair. Or basically, <laughs> this is so bad. Dude. They're basically like, and you're telling me this isn't on cue with fucking dude, Troll Two. This is better than Troll Two. Okay, I okay. will, I will stand my ground All there. Right, the man. line has been drawn. I don't think either one of them are better than the other one. <laughs> but anyway, so those guys, he hocks like the little penis dude hocks a loogie in like their manager's drink, which gets him like possessed, basically. And he's like basically like possessed without anybody really knowing possessed or whatever. So people just start getting like knocked off. Yeah. Or he keeps possessing members of the band and it's transferable, I guess. Yes. Cause like so he gets the manager and then the manager disappears, then just randomly shows back up at the house. They never really talk about that. Cause he's gone and they're always like, Where's he at? Well, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, those like girls show up at the house, like, oh, the band's here. And he he's back. Yeah, he's back. And he's like trying to like get him to like show him his tits. Or show them their tits. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Oh, I got I got I got positions that need to be filled. Yeah. He's like <laughs> all he's like all cool then. Like he was all like dorky at first and that was now all he's like, like Well yeah, he's all like chill but kinda like a dick. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's like, like, yeah, you know, the band's upstairs, you know, all that cocaine and rock and roll. Like, yeah. But they'll be they'll be down. It's like three in the morning. He's like, they're gonna be down in like ten minutes. Yeah. So why don't you uh, show me those tits? Yeah, I know. What a fucking <laughs> creeper. Like, I got positions that need to get filled. Yeah. They're like, I don't think this is what we were looking for. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we gotta go. But so, uh, yeah, spreads it to them. Spreads it to like the other chicks, other dudes, girl, and then like. Spreads it to that guy who, like... Had the accent? 
Yeah, who had the accent, then decides to take his girl. Like he became a better drummer, and, and then after didn't he have a a really terrible English accent. Yeah, and then he goes like to take his chick to like bang her out by some pond. Has no horrible English accent anymore. <laughs> no, which I don't know. I'm I'm still not convinced. Was that just like? Did they forget that they had his character have a bad accent? Or was it supposed to be like, well, now that he's like... <laughs> Could you imagine if they fucking casted him and he had that accent and then they were like wrapping the movie up and that was one of the last scenes and he's just like, I'm ready too. <laughs> he was... Ah, just let it fly. Just let it fly. We don't have time to do any more takes, yeah, guys. Yeah, we, we're almost out of film here, guys. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta wrap it up, dude. We gotta get these rental cameras back by 12. Yeah. And then the and then the hand comes out of his chest and it looks like the shrimp hands from from Beetlejuice. <laughs> it looks just like the shrimp hands. And his girlfriend's standing there naked, and she's like covering her tits. And then as soon as the hand comes out, she like pulls her arms apart, and then the hand goes like right at her like tit. <laughs> I know. And then it cuts away, yeah. and then she becomes possessed, right? Yeah, she gets possessed. Like everybody, at that point, everybody's possessed and like gone and dead. So then, there. Then it's just Thor and his girlfriend, and then he goes out. He he goes out to the barn to work on the new song. But first, he has to grab a coke. Yeah, and that's when like the dinner is coming to life. Now it's like a turkey dinner with a mouth and one eye. I don't understand. Yeah, the the the, the bird starts like chirping and like and he's has wearing teeth. He's wearing like a V-neck sweatshirt and carrying like a briefcase out to the barn. Yeah. Like he's all he's like all business. Yeah. And that's when the last the last 20 minutes of the movie. Oh man. Where like shit sh- switches gears. He's calling like the demon bub. So yeah. that's like his girlfriend comes out there and is acting all weird and you know shit's going down cuz her voice is all of a sudden like super demonic deep. Yeah, I know, I know. And he's just like, "What are you talking about? No one's dead. The van's outside, bub." Yeah. Everybody's fine, bub. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Or if you want to get Yeah, like he turns, or he's like, he's, or, he's like or his, if you want to trace back to Hebrew origins, <laughs> Ishmael. It's like, I know who you are." Yeah, like his girlfriend turns into this giant fucking like demon, which I'm going to give him props for being such a low budget film making that demon. The demon was pretty cool. There's not much there's not much movement to it. It's basically just kind of swivels, and then his jaw kind of goes up and down. <laughs> I think that's all we got the going. Voiceover is just killer. Like you win this time. Yeah. Well, yeah, he goes over his like his history because he's also um, John Michael Thor is also a historian. Really? So you know it's he like a jack of all trades. He man. wrote the script. He threw that in there. He goes over the complete history of like every. Um, culture's reference and name for Satan, <laughs> basically. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and then he, can, he then he like reveals that he is not Thor. He is a uh, Triton, which yeah. was also the name of his band, and he busts out with like feathered hair, hair. Yeah, feathered like teased out hairsprayed hair, like leather straps across his chest, and just wearing like a fur fucking. Whatever it's called, leotard, kind of or yeah, like, without the strap. Yeah, without the strap. Just f- fur BVDs. Yeah, he just <laughs> looked. He basically looked like a wrestler from the eighties. Yeah, he probably could have been an extra in Conan. Yeah, or in Conan or something. Or he looked like the uh, villain in Superman Four. There we go, Nuclear Man. <laughs> he looked like <laughs> Nuclear Man. So then but. he's fucking like. 
starts the fight with Beelzebub. Bub. Bub. Music starts going. Beelzebub starts throwing fucking squid aliens at him. Yeah. Which look very similar to, what was it, Kronos and... Kranos, whatever the fuck this, them uh, aliens are from The Simpsons. Yeah. They have the one eye and like the tentacles. Yeah. They basically look just like that. Yeah, basically. But it's, you know it's just somebody off camera just whipping them like Chinese stars at him. And he's just yeah. dodging them. <laughs> or catching oh, them. Yeah, then he catches them and like really goes into detail with him like tearing it apart like he's actually fighting and battling this thing. <laughs> I know. And then like, it, it's like it's like choking him and shit. And I'm like, man. He's acting is- like he's having to like pull off like the suckers off his chest yeah it's like what the fuck <laughs> then he starts fucking rock him sock and robots this thing yeah he's <laughs> just throwing lefts and rights at it <laughs> yeah yeah the demon and, and then, then the comes- final fight and that's when uh that's when uh, ch- uh the challenge plays oh, during yeah, that yeah. whole that time final fight yeah challenge accepted like uh, well okay what we didn't talk about is the weird makes no sense twist to the story either his whole band, their girlfriends, the groupies, didn't his girlfriend exist. didn't exist. He made them up. He he made up those shadows stories, shadow stories for his like minions to like get it back to the devil to make him think that this was what was going on or some shit like that. <laughs> and then he's like, I just pulled these stories from horror movies, and the demon, the fucking uh, bub, yeah, bub. bub's like. Oh, that the weird bass player guy. That's where I seen him from. For, like Friday Thirteenth. Like yeah, the the one with the hockey mask. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker wasn't even in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's just like terrible, dude. That ending is just atrocious. It's such a fucking fever dream. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it's far fetched. So yeah, that happens. He beats him. He's like, "You have defeated me this time." It's yeah. almost like the fucking like Inspector Gadget. Yeah, yeah Inspector Gadget, fucking claw. Like, yeah. Next time, gadgets. gadgets. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of too. Fucking like punches his cat or whatever he did. I don't know what claw did. Then he like throws his hand down. The cat would like freak out. I don't know. Yeah, something. I don't know. And then yeah, so that ends. Shows the house. Then it shows the house in like the suburbs of Ontario, and it just starts panning away from it. Then it zooms into it. Then pans away from it. With like some like voiceover, and then that's the end of the fucking movie. (laughs) So that's a rock and roll nightmare, also known as the Edge of Hell. Yeah, the Edge of Hell is the original title, and they changed it because of uh, they kind of wanted to try to make it do better in like the video market. They felt rock and roll nightmare would sell better than the Edge of Hell. Yeah, which I mean, you're definitely gonna get. A specific group of people who would run it just for the name Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. Would have probably been me when I was, if I was like 14, 15, and 87. The fucking cover art is just sweet. Oh, yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. See a fucking demon's head with spirits coming out of it? A mm. guy dressed like fucking like something from Conan? Yeah. And a guitar? Like, I'd probably would have rented that. Yeah. Okay. Sold. <laughs> yes. I still like it. I still like it better than Troll 2. And that's, you know... <laughs> it's kind of surprising me that you are not understanding how I can like this more than Troll 2. I just watched it, and... <laughs> I, I, literally, I just watched it. That's all I had to do. I don't understand just, it now. Dude, I just watched it, dude, and <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Uh, Troll 2 had its moments, as did Rock and Roll Nightmare, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that ending 
Dude, the ending makes it. It just goes off the rails. It does. It they does. take a sharp left. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! The look at the whole floor. They spent an hour and ten minutes building a floor. The last twenty minutes of this movie, the floor falls out from underneath you, and you end up in a dark room, and you don't know how the fuck you got there, or how to get out, dude. <laughs> It's just crazy, man. Dude, the part where it's before all that shit goes down, but it's when he's, like, in the barn. He's, like, takes out his briefcase. He's, like, writing something. And, like, his little minion dude pops up and has something in his hand. And, like, the Thor, like, drops something off the table. So he leans over to take it. And you see something go whizzing by. Like, his yeah. little minion dude, like, chucks something at him. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, missed him because yeah. he bent down to pick up his pen. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? It's fucking amazing. So I will say this. I did enjoy sitting through this movie. Um, I'd watch it again. Uh, but yeah. That's a rock and roll nightmare. <laughs> there it is. Whoop, there it is. And with that, we go on to... Basically, I want to say this is the movie he did these back-to-back. Um, after Rock and Roll Nightmare... John Pisano did Black Roses, which uh, production value alone and story and everything kind of is like night and day. Oh, for sure. Between the two. Like uh, Black Roses is uh, basically an actual movie with an actual following, like a, a plot you can follow. Yeah. <laughs> a storyline you like, can follow. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, um, came out in uh, 88. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, this was like I'm pretty sure it was back to back because Rock and Nightmare is '87. This is '88. Um, starts out pretty solid. Like you see this band playing and they're like demons, they're fucking rocking out, and uh, cops come down to shut it down, and then they just they bust open the doors and it's a scene that reminds me from of demons. Oh scene yeah, the demons where they come out from the subway. Yeah, and that the blue lights behind them. Right, that's basically that scene. This scene, they fucking pop up, fly open the doors, and it's like just fog and blue light coming up behind like these like demon dudes running out. Yeah, and then it's like bam, cuts to like present time. Yeah, so I think it starts off with a fucking bang. Yeah, it's pretty good intro. Yeah, uh, yeah, I liked it. Movie shares a couple cast members from Rock and Roll Nightmare. A couple of the dudes. Um, but yeah, uh, this one, the, I think most of the songs were done by King Cobra, the band King Cobra. No, the, most of the songs were done by, uh, the housemaid band, Black Roses. There was one King Cobra track on here. There was one Bang Tango track on here. There was one Lizzie Borden track on here, Mm -hmm. but Carmine Apice who's in this movie, played drums on just about all... Because he was in King Cobra at the time. Yeah, I think King Cobra was... Or the, like, Black Roses for this movie was King Cobra just with certain members switched. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because it's credited as Black Roses writing the majority of the songs. So I just figured it was like a band that they just kind of put together for the movie. I think if I remember correctly, it was basically it was King Cobra, but they switched like roles. Okay. Or something like some of the members switched. All but right. It was, it was basically King Cobra. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, because they had they're credited with one song on here, but Carmine Apice, who was in King Cobra, played drums on just about all the songs except for like the Lizzie Borden and the Bang Tango song, and yeah. uh, you know the uh, I can't remember the other one. There's another one, uh, Tempest. Tempest. Yeah, Tempest, and then David Michael Phillips had a song on here, but. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the soundtrack, which is really hard to find, always has been, uh-huh. um, on vinyl, uh, was released by Metal Blade Records. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know who released it. Yeah, yeah, Metal Blade Records, um, back in the 80s. It's back when they had the fucking, like, axe as your logo? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Lizzie Borden did my favorite song, the Me Against the World yeah. song. That's fucking killer, dude. But, uh, yeah, but uh, sorry, I just had to plug that in there. No, I mean, that's pretty much where I was going with it. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, because King Cobra was kind of a big band like back at that time, mm-hmm. and they probably did write most of the mu- music, but Carmine Apice is a killer drummer, man, and he plays the drummer in the Black Roses band yeah. in the movie. So Yeah, you were telling me like all the shit he's actually been in, shit that I didn't even know he was in. Yeah, he played in Cactus. They were like a 60s, 70s jam band. He played with uh, Rod Stewart. He, he was on the Ozzy record and tour for Bark at the Moon. Uh, he was also in... He started his own band called A Peace. And uh, now he uh, has like a rock and roll fantasy camp where he teaches people how to play drums and do like stick tricks and stuff. So... He's a busy he's a busy bee. <laughs> but he wrote like some of Rod Stewart's biggest songs. Rod Stewart didn't write them. Carmine Carmine Apice did. Okay. So just to let you know. Yeah. So he he's been around the block musically for a long time. Dude, were you telling me that uh at one point Rod Stewart was in Cactus? Yes. That still blows my mind. One record. Cause Cactus had a bunch of albums from like the mid 60s to like the early 70s they were just pumping out records they were just a jam band you know and uh one album had rod stewart doing vocals and it was one of their last ones and then rod stewart formed the faces with i believe jeff beck and carmine carmine apiece and then uh he just became rod stewart after that solo stuff so oh yeah but uh yeah fucking okay so to get back into the movie. Yes. After that, it's like, <laughs> I don't know why this scene fucking, this scene's goofy to me. So that concert ends, the demons come out, blah, 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 it goes present day, and it's just like, it's, it looks like a, an empty town, and these two, like, Lamborghinis pull up. Yes. And they get out, and they just, like, look around, and they got these, like, 80s as fuck, like, trench coats on, and they just start, like... They, they scope out the town and then just start walking out and plasting pli- flyers up. It's like, what? Yeah. It's so fucking random. That, to me, is random as fuck. Like, they pull up in, like, Lambos. <laughs> With trench coats on. Yeah. Like, what? They look like the uh, dudes from Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that movie forever. Remember the dudes with the black coats that were bulletproof? Yeah. They were, like, trench coats and yep. shit? Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. So, like, their whole thing is they're going to do, like, a three-night concert. I think it's three nights. Where they're from? 
like where they live, their hometown. Where? What? Black Roses. Is it supposed to be their hometown that they're doing it in front of? Uh, I don't think so. They just picked that spot to start. Oh, they just picked that spot. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Okay. Yeah, they just picked that spot because the whole thing was that's like the first rock concert ever in that city. And that's why like people were all up in arms about it, even though like it got approved. They were trying to get it shut down. Yeah. And then the fucking mayor had their like, hey, that's fucking it's rock and roll. Like it's supposed to be pushing buttons and boundaries, and it's supposed to be like antisocial and yada yada yada. Nothing we can do about it. It's already approved. And then they pull the so like the first show comes up, and they're all like wearing like all the all the parents come and the the mayor in there because they're gonna like we're gonna fucking shut this down. And then they they pull the best fucking scam ever. Yeah, they come out all in like in those trench coats, kind of all like with the the sash on it. Yeah, the belt, and they're like, hey guys. He's like holding the microphone with two hands. He's like, this is a song about my hometown. That's where I was coming from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it goes into this like super 80s like mellow drum beat like with an E-kit. Like a ballad. Yeah, it was like, like a, a ballad. ballad using the E-kit. And they're like, I don't see anything. Nothing's going to happen here. You want to come get a drink with me? So like yeah. all the parents leave. As soon as the parents leave, lights drop, kick back on. Looks like dudes from Manowar. Yeah. <laughs> Just straight like, ah! <laughs> yeah, that was killer, dude. That was killer. The first time I seen this movie, dude, I was like, yes, okay, I can get into this. Yeah, Especially, dude. like, the singer. He's, like, all about, like, being the uh, gnarliest front man that he can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Damien? Damien, yeah, like, his moves and, like, his... He throws his coat into the crowd and <laughs> yeah. shit. Fucking uh, Damien, uh, dude who plays him. Sal Viviano. Yes. Uh, he's actually from Michigan. Is he? From Gross Point. Gross Point. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I did not know that. But, uh. See so yeah, how that happens. And it's still pretty mellow. There's a teacher. He's like an English teacher. Like, they go over, like, poetry and shit. Yeah. And, like, writings. And they show a scene before where they're all, like, talking about shit by I can't remember his fucking name I can't remember what writer they're talking about oh I don't remember Um, I can't remember some like famous guy and like the one kid's all angry because they're trying to shut down Black Roses but they're actually engaging in conversation well then like the day after the concert nobody wants to fucking talk about shit (laughs) right and they're like well whatever fucking the and like dude's all fucking angry and yeah, he's gonna paint the town red. Yeah, the, the scenes with that guy, like, he seriously is like one of those like teens with pent up aggression, but they don't know how to like express their feelings. So he's like, "Oh, just gonna paint this town red." Yeah, he's like hanging on a street post or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah, he's like, he's like the metal version of the guy from Dazed and Confused. It's like if I can get one good punch in, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, I just want to dance. <laughs> No one remembers who won. They just know there was a fight. Yeah. He reminds me of that guy. Like, <laughs> you know? The fucking, uh, they know it was like the day after they're like at the, in the parking lot. The dude's got his like trunk popped. But I think they're like, I can't, what the fuck are they doing? He's selling like bootlegs or some shit like that. I think so. And they get into a fight and he straight like just picks up this dude and like body slams him over the crowd of people. Then he goes back and that's when like he's like, Lifting weights. Yeah. And his dad comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which the dad, that dude's dad ended up being like Sopranos. 
And he was in God, uh, Goodfellas, too. Oh, yeah, when the stereo attacks him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy, he's from, uh, he was on Tim and Eric, I think. Did you do Tim and Eric? Yeah, he was on an episode of Tim and Eric. That's awesome. That guy. Remember the eggs? Mm-mm. Yeah, he like, he's like, oh, these eggs aren't ready yet. He, like, laid the eggs and, like, had put them in the sink and shit. I don't remember that he's one. He's like, yep, they're not quite ready yet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you just, I don't know why, dude. You were supposed to, like, swallow this pill and, like, you can lay eggs like a chicken. It was a Tim and Eric skit. <laughs> that dude was in there. And then he was in Sopranos and yeah. a couple other things. But. So, yeah, he comes in and he's like, turn this fucking music off. He turns the stereo off. Flips right back on, me against the world. Yes. And that's when he, like, lifts, like, the cover to the turntable and the fucking record's all fucking... Warped and warped and melted. fucking melted looking and like it's fucking just spinning. Stylus isn't on it. Music's still coming out of the speaker. I don't get it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but then the fucking speaker attacks him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this demon just comes out of the fucking speaker, grabs him, grips him up by his neck. Yep. Somehow drags him back in through the port of the speaker and eats eats the dad. The dad gets eaten by a speaker. By a speaker. <laughs> With, like, his family in the other room. Yeah, and, like, nothing, n- nobody comes in, because he's yelling. He's yelling while he's fighting the speaker. Yeah. The speaker demon. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he just gets eaten. <laughs> <laughs> while his kid's eating, like, Rice Krispies at the table and shit. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, they do, they go to, like, the next the next day of the show, and, like, the, te- the English teacher's trying, like, starting to catch on to, like, something's fucking fishy. Well, it has to, it pretty much has to do with the fact that every girl in the class who went to the concert is now just trying to like seduce every fucking guy and kill them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it becomes of the rest of the movie. It's just like the chicks like trying to seduce everybody. Yeah, those damn black roses. Fucking black roses, man. Yep. Um. So progressively, each night they get more and more metal. Yeah, they just get yeah. So like, it was a three three show swing through this town, and then the second night, they're like all about being like you know black metal. metal. That's when they sing fucking uh, Soldiers of the Night. Soldiers of the Night. That one's fucking killer, dude. That one's good. Yeah, and then the you know they like got the the leather on and shit. And wait, is that when they sing Soldiers of the Night? I think so. Because I remember like while they're singing Soldiers of the Night, that's when people in the crowd start turning into those fucking like weird zombie looking demon things. Was that on the third concert towards the end? Maybe they did Soldiers of the Night twice, but I remember that, that when they did that, that's when those dudes fucking started like boink. Okay, that was band. that was the second night then. Yeah. Because the third one, they didn't actually play music, did they? He just calling them to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't actually play any music. But then, yes, okay, after the second night, and they're all going to raise hell and destroy the town. Basically, all they're doing, he's, like, driving around, like, knocking over garbage cans. Yeah. <laughs> like, that. that's how he's raising hell. Right. <laughs> then, he, you know, I mean, he, he backs over his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude. The mom comes out, starts yelling at him, like, "Did you go to that concert that I told you not to go to?" Oh, that's right. Yeah. He just throws it in reverse and runs her over. I totally forgot about that part, dude. <laughs> that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that happens. The, okay, so there's also the scene where okay, there's this the girl from his English class, and the, the whole like joke 
I guess kind of a joke. The whole thing is like, oh, she's like dating the teacher, the has teacher. a thing for a teacher. Mm-hmm. Once she gets like possessed with the whole black roses thing, she tries seducing the teacher and like basically just tries like going down on him and unzipping his pants. And he straight like backhands her, like, no! Yeah. <laughs> just like backhands her away. Yeah, like Ike Turner style, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full extension. <laughs> Knuckles, <laughs> the whole fucking thing, dude. He's just like, ah! <laughs> that, okay, let me just kind of plug this in there. This guy, the teacher, kills me throughout this whole movie, dude. He just kills me. Especially, like, the second half of the movie. Oh, yeah. How he, like, shoves a fucking tennis ball into this, like, oh, yeah. boxer's I forgot mouth. About that. When he's fighting this demon, he backhands the chick. Like, he's so over-exaggerated with, like, everything he does. He's like, no! You know, it's like, I don't know, like a pissed-off Magoo. <laughs> you know? I forgot. That was, like, the same, like, after, he, like, the chick tries, like, going down on him, he, like, backhands her away. She goes flying across. Then she turns into that demon thing. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, he, like, grabs a tennis ball and shoves it in his mouth. Yeah. And it just sits there because... They basically just built the head with no throat, so it just sits in the mouth hole, and they tilt it just so it falls out. Yeah, like he's supposed to have spit it out. Yeah. And then he just racks this fucking thing with a tennis racket, like, gish! Gish! He hits it, like, fucking hard. Pretty hard, too, man. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that whole scene is just gold. It's just gold. Yeah. Though the scene where, uh, like at the end, which there's pretty much nothing else to talk about in this movie for the yeah, most part, story. we touched on almost everything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he, he knows what's going on now. He's he's fucking gonna bring it down. Gets a fucking thing of gasoline. Aggressively, uh, aggressively sneaks in because he does some fucking like he does some army crawls he with does. the garbage can. He like rolls. Yeah. Right next to everybody. I don't know how they didn't see that to begin with. Yeah, and he's wearing a bright orange hunting vest <laughs> yeah. with like a fucking red flannel. But he's aggressive about being not seen. <laughs> but he's like throwing the gasoline. He has some road flares. Damien sees him. That's when he's like calling all of all the people to him. Yeah. And he's all demon sounding. Then he sees him and he snaps out of it and just tells everybody to get him. And that's when like Everybody grips him up. Homeboy, fucking uh, peace. Carmine and peace. Carmine and peace grips him up, and they're holding him, and they're going back and forth about like, oh, you're the best I've ever seen. I'm surprised with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then he turns in. Damien turns into this fucking monster, huge fucking monster. Yeah, it's like if Tremors had legs. Basically, yes. It's weird. It's like. But weird. the funny part is they did it like in a two-step thing because like the one was you saw a space change. Yeah. And then they do the thing where he drops below the camera and then comes back as the monster. But the scene where he dropped right before he drops, he gives like the camera this look. And he's like, yeah. and then just like drops out of view, and then <laughs> like, comes what back. The fuck? And he's fully. Oh yeah, he comes back as a full-on like lizard mixed with a tremor fucking yeah. thing hands the size of like <clears throat> I don't baseball know. gloves yeah like huge fucking hands <laughs> but we're like the teacher starts fighting him like straight fighting him and Damien as the monster just straight fucking socks him and the sound effect they use for it's like <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> just the visual mix with the sound is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he does too. He throws a haymaker. Yeah. He's straight. He's boxing him basically. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, fucking sends him back a little bit. <laughs> then he comes in with like left hooks and fucking. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and then, then he fucking burns everything down. Yeah. Somebody comes like, who is it that comes out like of oh, the fire and his jackets on fire that comes out of the burning building. After, because he lit everything on fire, wasn't it the uh, the angry kid? It was the angry kid, I think. Wasn't it him? I can't remember who it is. Yeah, I think it was. He's like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Then shit's supposed to be back to normal, and they fucking watch the news. And Black Rose is in New York, man. Yeah, Damien survived. Yeah, he survived the fire. I mean, actually, he probably could have been dead, but instead of demons, they probably just replaced him with another Damien. Yeah, true story. But that, uh, yeah, I, I I dug Black Roses. Black Roses was the first like um, like rock and roll horror movie I've ever seen. Was it? That was like the first one I saw. Okay. And fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. But it's cool when you get older and you watch it. Oh yeah. Because then you see like, you know. See the people, the people that. Because I hear so many people talk about this movie, and they're like, "Oh, that movie's fucking just ridiculous. It's so cheesy." I want the people who think that about Black Roses to watch Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, if you think Black Roses is fucking shitty and just cheesy and just, like, off the wall, you really need to watch Rock and Roll Nightmare. Because <laughs> you can see that Black Roses is amazing compared to that. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Or um, or I'd like to see them watch the next movie we're going to mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because... To me, this is the capper. <laughs> All right, the next one we're doing is uh, night. Is it ninety or ninety-one? I think it's kind of. I've heard ninety, and sometimes the list says ninety-one. Uh, I don't know. I think it was released in ninety, and then on home video in ninety-one. Something like that. It's one of those weird things. Uh, shock 'em dead. Shock 'em dead. <laughs> With the uh, the former underage porn actress Tracy Lords. Yes. Who became legit. Actress, director, writer. Fuck, she's done a lot of stuff. Yes. But this movie is basically about... uh, The premise of this one is this uh, nerdy guy who has, like, zero skill of anything. Fucking, uh... Works at a pizzeria. Yes. Yeah, he works at a pizzeria. I think I was drunk every time I've watched this movie. You know, that's weird that you say that because... When we did Trick or Treat, I was like hammered every time I watched that movie, except for recently. And I actually sat down and watched it, watched it, instead of being like, I'm going to throw on Trick or Treat, man. Dude, well, we're, we watched it last weekend with Dave, and that was my thought. was like, okay, I, I needed to rewatch it anyway. Yeah. I'll, yeah, let's rewatch it, because Dave brought his tapes over, and he just found in, like a sealed copy of it. Yes. Found like a screener copy. Which is fucking killer. And we put it in later on in the night, and I was already hammered. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, still fuzzy on everything. But, yeah, he worked at a pizza place. And um, the boss harasses him. Yeah, boss gives him shit. He's supposed to go try out for this band because they were like, hey, we need fucking somebody. Just get here. That's when he quits his job to go and try out. And that's when you find he fucking sucks at guitar. Yes. Should have never even, like, like... He should have never even, like, gave the idea thought to try out for any band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Let alone a band that was, like, requiring some type of, like, lead play. 
Yeah. So then, like, he's out. Of, he's out of job. He's not in a band. And then, uh, the fuck happens there? I mean, he. I know he like gets like the fucking power. Yeah, he gets that. Um, he runs into the voodoo doctor. Okay. Yeah. 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 And she's like, I can give you whatever you want. What do you want? And he wants to be the baddest guitar player. Yeah. Ever. And it's it, basically he has that, but he's it's it's also like almost like vampire ish because he has to eat people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean. Uh, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. He has to like. He has to like kill him in a sense. Yeah. And I don't know if they ever explain if he gets power from that or. <laughs> they. I think they talk that the the chicks that randomly show up in his life after that and become yeah. like his like naked house girls. Yeah. Kind of talk about that a little bit. Like you have to kill people to survive. Yeah, because. They also seen the same voodoo doctor, and they all had their reasons why they were yeah. They, uh, the one chick was in a horrible accident and became like all burned up. Yeah, and she just sold her soul to, to yeah to be fucking like beautiful again. Yeah, but you can't look in mirrors. Yeah, the mirror shows your true self. Yeah, your true self. Thing. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so he uh, basically becomes this fucking awesome guitar player angel angel and goes to this uh audition again to that same band dude okay didn't touch on this i forgot about this part the fucking singer <clears throat> from the oh band what the hell is the song that he was singing i'm gonna wait till i get married <laughs> wait till i'm married yeah wait till i'm married <laughs> please don't touch me <laughs> yeah. does, love it. Dude, he does the ballerina leg kick remember that dude <laughs> and then he like does the spin move and shit dude it's like he's pretty limber man <laughs> the fucking the fucking singer's about it yeah yeah <laughs> even if you don't watch this movie type in that song See if you can find that song. Shock him dead. Wait till I'm married. Wait till I'm married. And we'll do we'll <laughs> go with that. So yeah, that was uh yeah, he fucking he comes back and he's all like his hair is all like teased out and long now and he's fucking I think probably wearing leather pants, if I remember correctly. He looks like Mick Mars from Motley Crue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think we even made that comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he just basically like joins it and then takes it over. Yeah, he learns all their songs on cue. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, he like learns. He's like, yeah, I got it. Like what? I got it. Yeah. Yeah, you ready? (laughs) You know, I got it. But um, yeah, so that happens, and uh, and then the sweet double neck guitar. That. Which oh man, that's what I forgot. Um, Who's the? Oh, I forgot the actual band for this movie. Nitro. Nitro, yes. Which they were known for that guitar. Yes. That was like their guitar player's fucking thing. Yep. Which uh, is Michael Michelangelo. Yeah, played Angel. Video, yeah. He played did the guitar <clears throat> part for Angel. Mm-hmm. Well the yeah, he played the, the the guitars. Yeah, like when he was actually playing, that was him doing that. Yeah. Um but yeah, that that uh, guitar is killer, dude. And uh, 
I don't know. I'm trying to see here. <clears throat> the they said that the uh, the character double, which would be him from Nitro, mm-hmm. had to be uh, a heavy metal, highly skillful guitar player with dynamic stage presence. So they chose him. Um. So he did the doubling and the guitar shots on the uh, on the film. And he played the role of the demon in Martin's dream sequences. Oh, okay. And overdubbing the guitar tracks for the film's concert scenes in advance. So basically he did all the guitar shit. Yeah. In any scene where you see fucking Angel playing guitar, it's him playing guitar. Him playing guitar, yeah. Yeah. And then he was the demon in... uh, The dream. The dreams, yeah. So that was the dude from uh, Nitro. And Nitro was the band that played these songs right yeah i think nitro was the one that actually like did all the songs <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> so i mean that's ba- dude th- seriously that's basically the movie yeah there's not really much there's not a lot to add to it like they uh, where the, he kicks the singer out yeah he kicks the singer out takes over the fucking band tracy lords is like the band's like, manager, manager. Mm-hmm. and like first she's all excited about it and then she kind of gets like suspect yeah. She's like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. Which, funny thing is, every other girl in this movie gets naked. Tracy Lords doesn't. The last movie Tracy Lords got naked in was uh, Not of This Earth. It's the last one she actually, like, went topless or anything in. And it was, like, one of the one of her first legit roles. This was. <laughs> Not of This Earth was. It says this was her first non-pornographic role on their Wikipedia page. <clears throat> not of this earth was a uh, wasn't a. Oh, one of her first. Yeah, post not of this earth wasn't a porn. Not of this earth was a remake of a. What can, was it? A fifties movie. Oh, okay. I think. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she went topless in that. I think she has like a sex scene in it, but that was like the last one. Everything after that, she stopped getting nude. Okay. Um, Which I'm pretty sure had a lot to do with the fact that nobody was, everybody expected her to, being like an ex-porn star. Yeah. And she's like, fuck that. Well, fucking the, the adult industry turned their, her, their back on her. Yeah. Because she she scammed them. She was doing porn when she was like 16. Yeah. Because she, she like developed so young. Right. And she got like a fake like uh, birth certificate and fake ID and everything. Oh, right on. And so she was able to do these all these like adult films. And then she actually kind of <laughs> made the FBI. I think that it was the FBI look bad because she got a fake passport too, and that was when she was able to go over to Europe and shot some movies over there. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, they did. They fucking did this whole fucking bus and thing, and she basically made them look bad. And they were like, "We're not promoting you anymore. Like, we're not even going to talk about so you." She got into movies. Yeah, so she, like regular movies. Yeah, I went to get regular movies, and then she's she made comments like about how like it it's kind of fucked up that just because I did adult films now I can't be taken serious as an actress. Right. But I mean, I I think she did fairly fucking well for herself. Yeah. I didn't know because I didn't obviously I don't watch it. I think she had a big role in like the original thing of Melrose Place. I think she had like a pretty like reoccurring. Oh really? Yeah. Big role in that. Yeah, I don't know. But I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's you know basically. Uh, How do they? I honestly like I'm I'm 
hundred percent serious when I say I've been drunk every time I've seen this movie. How the fuck did they kill him? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I don't remember. Do not remember how the fuck he loses power. Yeah, but how? The voodoo doctor reversed it. I don't know. I don't fucking remember. I was pretty hammered last week too. Um, yeah, and before last week, the last time I saw this was probably like three years ago. Right. Yeah. But it's been like every fucking every every time I've watched this movie, I've been fucking drunk. I fucking something. Yeah, something happens, but uh, <laughs> I I would rec I would recommend this movie though. It was good. Oh, it's definitely definitely worth a watch. Yeah. And uh, the guitar playing is fucking top shelf. So, but uh, yeah, those are the movies that we uh, talked about this week. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm still I'm still bothered that I can't remember the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. We'll watch it again sober, or just have a couple, <laughs> right? And then maybe we can revisit it. Well, I mean, you can look at it this way: it's the only movie we haven't spoiled. True. The only movie we haven't told you exactly everything that's happened. Yeah, so <laughs> you're gonna have to do your homework and watch this movie on your own to see how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> we like to party but it's it's worth a watch it is it yeah. is for sure I would definitely watch it yep as with all these okay as with the last one which one of these you like best I'm gonna go with shit um shock em dead oh shit alright we're different again black roses yeah 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 I, I think I like shock em dead the best out of these three just because the guitar playing was fucking just awesome, and that double neck guitar is like really cool, and I don't know, I just kind of dug it. It's pretty cool. I dig it. It's a good movie. It's like the ultimate like fantasy movie for someone who was like never good at anything, and you know worked at a shit job, and their boss was always like on their back, and then all of a sudden they get this power, and they become like the best guitar player in the world, and they got. Chicks. All the fame and fortune and all that shit. It's kind of cool. Is he like whatever chick they want? Yeah. He lives in a mansion. He's got endless money. He can just learn songs in uh, the snap of a finger. Hell yeah. You know, that's his killer, dude. I just thought that was awesome. So. But if you would like to check us out. Yeah, if you guys want to check us out, because uh, that's pretty much all we got for this episode. But if you want to... Uh whatever check us out on anything uh on instagram we are burn offerings underscore podcast uh you can check us out our website uh burn offerings podcast.com if you want to throw us a line email is contact at burn offerings podcast.com uh, on facebook we are burn offerings horror podcast and then on twitter we are underscore burn offerings um we have shirts i just we just came up with a new shirt design it's yep. probably gonna get made soon. Yep. Uh, all that, all our merch, shirts, stickers, and all that's on our site. Um, like I said, once we do that new shirt design, probably gonna start throw together that next uh, giveaway. Yep. Okay. It's probably gonna be shirt. Uh, I got a poster. I'm gonna get printed off and all that fun shit. Cool. So that'll be coming up shortly. But uh, yeah. 
that's that. That's uh, Metal Movie Massacre Volume 2, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned for... I'm going to end it with the other Acid Witch off of uh, Midnight Movies, Soldiers of the Night. Let's do it. Stay tuned for Soldiers of the Night from Acid Witch, guys. All right, take it easy. See ya. I hope you're starting to get a feel for what the American transcendentalist writers are all about. Why do we have to study all these dead writers? I mean, there's a poet alive today who writes rings around him. Damien. I'm tired of living in the past. I'm living now. All right. I want you to write an in-class essay compared to the use of metaphor and civil disobedience. I said I want you to...